Hi folks, uh, welcome to the first uh, podcast for uh, Clan from the Stands. So we are just a, a bunch of a bunch of Clan fans that go to the games week in week out, and um, you know we talk a lot about hockey in the pub after the game or you know in the intervals. And we we just thought it would be a good idea to record some of those conversations because as fans, you know, we'd like to hear you know what, what other fans think as well. So that's the purpose of us doing this, and we we hope you enjoy it. So uh, my name's my name's Ross. I've been uh, I've been going since uh, season three to the clan and been a hockey fan for a little bit longer than that, uh, but just a general sports fan as well. So I'll let Phil introduce himself. How he's doing? My name's Phil. Um, I've been going to the clan games since season two, but <coughs> season three regular after that. Um, I've got my friend Ross here, um, Colin rather. <laughs> getting excluded already? I know, <laughs> terrible, isn't it? You know what Phil's like. <laughs> Uh, my name's Colin, I've been going to the clan games since season four and I've been a season type older since season five. Um yeah, just like the kind of physical nature of it. Used to watch Paisley Pirates when I was younger, so yeah, it was good to get back. Good stuff. And we've got one member missing tonight, uh, big Christoph. He's uh, he's otherwise engaged, so we'll we'll uh, we'll get him introduced uh, next uh, on the next one so you can all meet him. That's worth the wait, I can tell you that. So um of a character or Chris um, so yeah so we're, a few things we're going to talk about tonight we're going to try and keep it around about an hour um, first of all we're going to do a kind of a, a just a quick temperature check from everyone on what we think of the season so far um, we'll talk a little bit about the situation at the moment around the lot of talk about the goalie slash the defence you know been conceding a lot of goals uh, the Josh Gratton departure and the Doucette arrival that'll be another topic we discuss and then we'll we'll kind of finish up on a just a general view on the on the league so far this season and uh, and a bit of a view on, on what we think uh, Coach Russell and how he's done so far so first part there lads uh, Phil season so far what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I felt well at the start the start of the season I think we had a couple of okay results um, but I feel now as the season like most teams I think we'll get better as the players have got to know each other a bit more um, but also I personally think that fitness is getting much better as the season went on which is kind of the nature of this sport I've noticed because guys are not hockey players all year round um, as opposed to football which me and I know Colin um, was more engaged when we were younger so as the seasons went on the teams bonded more and the teams basically getting better in my view ok Cool. Yeah. Colin, what do you reckon? Um, I'm a bit different to Phil's point of view. I'm, I think that we've been, in a phrase, consistently inconsistent. I think that we've been... When we're good, we're good. But when we're bad, it's it's been dreadful to watch. Um, and I think that as a season, <coughs> yeah, I, I would maybe agree slightly on... Performances have been getting better as line mates get together, like the Pitt and Becker line, etc. Took a while to get going, but yeah, I think we've just been kind of inconsistent. I know it's a rebuild, and I know all, all the kind of chat about it's new coach, new team, everything else. That's fine, but I think we have had some inconsistent results, or it could just be a case of a point you made earlier. Everybody can basically do everybody. There's not one team in the league that's guaranteed to win. <coughs> every game so it could be a case of other teams have outplayed us on the night or we've just not been at the races or what it is but there is wee things that I think as I said my, my point would probably be that we've been kind of consistently inconsistent which I hope 
is changing going forward given the last couple of results. Yeah. Good, yeah. good to see you're disagreeing me already. Yeah, well I think I think for me I think I think, you know, having spoken to you know, a lot of folks at the game and stuff and, and been there um for, for most of the games it's um I think it's been turbulent, I think. You know, I think there's been there's been weeks of like definite positivity and then there's been weeks of, you know, where folk have been a bit down and I think recently, you know, maybe until the, the results last weekend, you know, it was on a bit of a down and I feel it's been kind of up and down, I feel, with the fans. So, um, but I do think, you know, I think over overall for me, if I think about comparing it, if we all remember last season, you know, we, we were all there for that, um, is, you know, well, <laughs> I'm sure we won't forget that. But I think the difference this time is, you know, I'm not looking at the group of players thinking, they're not good enough. I think you know. I, th- I think there's there's talent in the squad, and and there's you know there's individuals. I think for me, it's 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 been a it's been an okay start, um, considering it is a new brand new squad, new coach. But um, but I think that the frustration from the fans is more around we can see the potential in the team, mm-hmm. and I think the frustration is just that, like you said, Colin, is we're we're not consistently living up to that potential. But what I would say, even in the games that we haven't played well, I've just seen that. What we didn't see last year, just that desire to get yeah, a bit of battle to just to, to try and grind something out, and I think, I think that's something that's for me has been a positive. It's pleasing to see as a fan. I, I do think you're right. There has been some nights you've turned it and you feel like the team haven't showed up, and I think you're more frustrated because you know the level they can play yeah, to because yeah. the talents in the squad. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at that, if you were looking last season, <coughs> if, I know we laughed about last year, right? But if we had the team that we had last year on the ice this year, we would get absolutely annihilated by everyone. Like and I don't think there'd be a team in the league that we would have been the Edinburgh Capitals. Not to disrespect oh. Edinburgh Capitals in any way, but we would have been we, the equivalent we, we to them because. Mate, <laughs> 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 mate, we have the best player yeah. in the league in Cameron Burt, so you know. I mean, that's. <laughs> I just think, like, in comparison Welcome, to last yeah. year, it's it's night and day. And I, I get the whole we're a new team and everything else, new coach, all that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, the, the night and day as a positive. Yes, we're a lot better than what we were last year. We couldn't get much worse, to be honest. I mean, they built. I think the big problem comes because the hype, the expectations, really high prior to the start of the season. So expectation tends to outweigh mm. reality. Yeah. Um, and and don't get me wrong. I think we're all kind of guilty of that because we all expect maybe the unexpected to do like a Leicester and, and hockey. Really, um, you're always going to be coming up against the big boys, but. This year, without the conferences, it, it's maybe a true reflection of where we actually are. Would we be any different if we were in the conference system like last year? Oh, I know, we don't yeah. know. It's a good point. Do, do you think the conference system would have changed the league standings this year? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it would? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it has a bearing eye. I, I think, although it's a good point, I think with, with Sheffield having started so poorly, uh-huh. it might not have had as big a bearing. Had Sheffield been where Sheffield normally are, there would have been a bigger bearing, but I think that maybe would have skewed it a little bit. Um, but if you look at it, I mean, I mean, if you look at our unique situation, you look at okay, Edinburgh not there anymore. Um, you know, and you know, looking at Dundee and Fife, you know, Dundee are on a great streak just now. Fife, have, Fife, are, you know, for the last couple of seasons have had you know been putting out really competitive teams in the ice, play some great stuff as well. But um, but I, I do think it would it would change. Yeah, I think if you look at the the conferences. I think the likes of you know if you look at you know it depends what the conferences would be but you know if, if you're just as the way I'm talking about like, I think you're looking at you know if, you, if you've got the conference with the big boys in it uh-huh. then I think your, your likes of Guildford are going to benefit from that I think definitely yeah. um, because I think if they get a, a, com- a, a you know conference system that gives them less games against those top teams not to say they can't beat them and they have mm-hmm. 
I feel that they, you know, a team of that talent, and and maybe Fife, you know, I mean, uh, and maybe even ourselves. I mean, it's you know, we've we've actually done well against Fife this year so far. We've ma- we've matched up quite well against Dundee overall. So, you it's know, hard to say though because yeah. the quality in the league has jumped dramatically again. And and the thing is, like you're right, it's like with the conference meeting, we'll never really know. I, I just think by doing it this way, it's fair. And yeah. and I think for us to say the season's up and down, but then again. This year we're travelling down to Cardiff, then back up to play Belfast. Whereas last year we would have been playing Edinburgh. <laughs> it would have been Edinburgh Fife, or it would have been Edinburgh Dundee, or, or, or you know that kind of way. So yeah. there's that kind of aspect as well. But I think okay to see. Maybe to go back to say when I was saying about consistent and consistent. My biggest worry is the crowds are down. And I don't. Know, is it because of the performance? Is it because of? Of what? I think crowds crowds come to me. It's you know simple. I mean you know I think you have to understand. You know, not we don't have you know fifty years of history and you know like you know fans that will just blindly and loyally follow us all the time. So it comes down to two things. You know if if you're if you're winning and you're up there challenging, you're gonna have you're gonna have big crowds. Or if if the product and the ice is huge, you're gonna have good crowds. And I think. I think that we all know those things don't just happen overnight when you get a brand new coach and a brand new group of guys. You're not. You're just. It's very rare that that's going to just click automatically. And I think that the history of last couple of seasons, and you know, we we had that season where we where we almost won it, and that was you know you saw that you know the energy and you know we were all there. It was it was you know it's one of the best sporting you know teams I've followed. As in, it was a great roller coaster. It was absolutely brilliant. But then the expectations go up, and and I think then the, the drop down that, that's happened, and then you know with with other teams, particularly Fife, becoming really strong in the past few years, it's you know I think that that definitely you know has contributed. But the, there are also external factors with you know you know, again economical factors that you can't yeah. you I can't mean, factor not, in. You I'm know, not so. doubting that. I just think that, and I, I know it's kind of getting off the hockey to- topic really, but for me it's the fact that. Used to see, oh, there's only got a couple hundred tickets left now. Apart from a five game, right, which you would kind of half expect to sell out, we haven't been anywhere close to selling out anything this year. No, um, I mean, we went, what was the game? Was it Cardiff we went to in the Challenge Cup when we won? Uh, sorry, we got beat 3 2 at home, and there must have been about a thousand people there. Yeah, was that midweek? Ah, it was yeah. midweek. It's a midweek game, right? I understand that, and I get people have been working everything else. But a thousand people. Was this a one 0 game? No. No, no, that, that was a three two challenge cup first so, week. So I think me, you're right. I think do you know what I think People are thinking, well, we're gonna get hammered, well, do, do, so do, we're just not gonna turn up. Well do you know what is it's it's not just that I I think as I say, I think there's been all it takes like for to me, the, the difference between that game being busier or not busier is if the weekend before we'd had better results. Mm-hmm. People go yeah. they go in positive and I think people that that's the nature of fans, right? You know, that is the nature. Aye, and you know, people go, oh, you know what? I'm going to go out, and I think that's totally fair. But I just think, you know, as a club, I think given what's happened the past two or three seasons, I think you know, we talk about rebuilding. I think it's rebuilding not just the team; it's rebuilding the fan base and everything. And I think it feels to me like we're going in the right direction. I do feel, yeah. Like, yeah, I do feel the club no, have, put, have put There's positive. You know, I think they've invested in the yeah. in the team. I think you know, I think Russell's doing a you know, I think overall doing a decent job, and it's. The thing going back to the conference thing, I think the best thing for me as a fan is I feel like I'm getting to see the other teams more. Yeah, so I actually, and not only that, but just just the other teams. So outside of the conference, so I actually know more about the opposition. I can yeah. talk more about their players. I understand what the caliber is like, and it's easier for me as a fan to kind of go, 
where are we against the likes of Coventry? Where are we against the likes of Guildford? Because I'm seeing the more regular. Uh, and I, like, I like that. It was like playing the same team week in, week out all the time. When exactly. you're going at Fife and Dundee and Edinburgh. Yeah. And, and, and it does get quite cumbersome. And, and then you're playing the bigger boys last year, like maybe once a month or whatever it was. Yeah, it's not very up, often, aye. You were like, well, we're not used to this type of game, so we were getting bullied. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's it like we were toilet last year. But exactly. Where you are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We all know exactly who the games that we need to win, yeah. what teams we need to win against, yeah. and who we know what if we're, if we're pinching points, who, yeah. like if we're playing the teams above us, we're working a pinching point, so... I, I think I think it's good. For that point. Yeah, I think it's also like there's a chance for new rivalries. You know, what I mean, you can just have those teams that, whatever, for whatever reason, because they're seeing more of each other. There might just be those, you know, those little rivalries, that, that, things, which is good. Which I think is good. But yeah, but yeah, but look, let's I mean, look, let's move on to the next topic then. So, I think we're all agreed. It's it's been it's you know it's probably been an up and down season in many ways. But I think you know re, you know check having a sort of a, a enthusiasm. Check there to say, you know, realistically, what can we expect? I think it's, I think it's been okay. So, um, talking about a lot of talk about the goalie and the D, and I think until you know, certainly a big problem. I think at the start of the season, funnily enough, we were, we, it looked like we were pretty solid. It felt like we were, we were kind of, you know, in every game. I remember Russell saying we we're just being competitive in every game. Not even after the 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 Devils game, we took a, a bad result. He said, you know, bar that game, we've been competitive, and we have been. Um, and then we just seem to go through this period, you know, and even until recently, we're, we're giving up three, four, five goals a game. So we're having to score four, five, six goals a game to win. Um, and I think what's we've heard a lot of fans talking about and different opinions around the goalie is it about the D. So keen to see what the thoughts are around that debate, you know, around the defensive side of the team. We've got different opinions on this, and I know. Well, that's fine. That, that's that's what this is all about, Colin. It's about know, fans know, talking know, about. But I mean. I'll say it and I've said it before and I'll say it again I'm I'm not Rumpel's biggest fan I'm not saying he's a bad goalkeeper <coughs> I just think that he gives up too many simple rebounds and as I said a couple of weeks ago when we were chatting that everybody crashes in it I mean the goals that we gave up against Cardiff and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong teams like this are going to score against you but the goal came from the puck hitting his chest dropping it and they poked it through the five hole there's simple things that when he's getting stuff hit at him, he doesn't collect in the glove to take pressure off the guys in front of him. And I really think that, don't get me wrong, as a shot stopper, he's great, but there's far too many rebounds, which opens up another chance as opposed to catching it. And if you look at, I know you'd said before you thought maybe the D-men and, and whatever else, but and I'll you know, go back and say it again, statistically, Rumpel is statistically one of the worst goalkeepers in the league. Mm-hmm. And we've got teams under us, like MK, who have a keeper with a really good save percentage. Yeah. And I know these are going Free to change as, as things are going round, but <laughs> these boys are getting hammered, and they're like they're at the bottom of the league. And well, I'm saying hammered; they're getting beat at the bottom of the league. So therefore, conceding more goals. But their goalkeeper still has a better statistic than what yours does. So you think the goalie's a problem? What do you think, Phil? Yeah, goalie. The, so I hear by you say that this is Rumpel's first season as a overseas, overseas as the was number one netminder. No, I didn't say that. I don't, no, I don't, know, I, if I don't know if it was number one, but he, he he has played before. But if you look at his past, he only seems to play like 16, 20 games, and then dro- it's it's almost as if he's never played a full season. Now, whether that's due to injuries or they had rotate. two import minders yeah. like the bigger rotate. boys do, and they rotate them all the time. Mm. I don't know, but. So you, you think you think the goalie's a bigger problem here, Colin? That's what you're saying, aye. What, what do you think? Yeah, do you think it's a goalie? Well, c- compared to la- uh, Lassie, 
compared to last season, the the shots that um, are getting hit them are like more on the outside than what they were last year. Everybody knows can see that for themselves. So I think he's more protected than I was last year. So you've got to kind of everything that starts point towards the goalie he's more protected for his defence than last season so I would go goalie before I would blame the D because yeah. if you look at see if you look at every other team and again I'll go back to was it no it wasn't it was Coventry the other night they were beating Sheffield 1-0 and their keeper pulled a save out that was top drawer where he basically dragged the ah, puck back that. from the line yeah, now, amazing yeah it's a great save that's a okay it might be a one off save right but that's the types of saves that win you games and they went 1-2-0 so sometimes I think that he does pull off some decent saves and all that but I've never actually seen him pull off like a not a world class I'm not expecting it would be like like Fleury or whatever right but I'm expecting kind of just a bit more because you can see it around this the whole arena when a shot comes into him they're like oh because he's dropped it or he just deflect I mean even his distribution isn't brilliant with yeah. the puck we were kind of spoiled with Chris Hope before for yeah. distribution um, but I think that there's there's just wee bits and, and I'm not to say he's a bad netminder I, I just for me I, I'm not confident in him and I'm we, we said we said this last time we spoke he doesn't win I don't feel he wins his battle against the other goalkeeper yeah. When it's a tight game, um, I, I just don't, like, go back to Chris Holt had said, and I know I'd said this years before, but Chris Holt, when it's a really tight game, <coughs> the way he Sorry. saw it, it was just a battle between him and the other goalkeeper, save for save, matching up against each other. And he doesn't win, he just doesn't win his battle. I hope he battles against the other goalie for me. I hope an experienced goal, and I think Rumpel's young, I think. Just, just to have a different point of view, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying he's a, he's a world beater, and, and I guess you know, I guess the real question you can ask and think about is, you know, how many goalies in the league would you take over him? Which is a, an interesting one when you give him who we've seen, which is interesting. But I think Basquiatani, but he's yeah. standard. But I think if you look at, <laughs> if you look object, <coughs> objectively at the season so far, um, I think our D are a little bit soft. Um, and I think yeah, I mean I remember certainly I mean you know last weekend we've had a great weekend but <clears throat> certainly in the past you know five or six weeks before that I particularly remember the Coventry home games um, where it it just felt like we were having to work so hard to create like really top grade opportunities and they were creating them at will uh, by you know, getting you know getting shots through the middle and you know we weren't keeping them the outside and yeah. and that to me that that's just not rumple you know and that and, and I think the other thing with goalies is. I think you see this in a lot, and you know, like, like you think, look at Nye and you know the amount of shots he had to face. Is it you know? Poor guy. Well, exactly, but you know what it is. I think goal, goalies also are you know. I know goalies give D men confidence. You know, if you're playing D and you know you can let a guy shoot because he's in the outside, and you know your goalie's going to deal with that ninety nine percent of the time, that helps. But I think goalies also need to have confidence themselves, and if they're not getting that help, and they're and they're you know they're they're getting a lot of guys going one on one with him or coming through with you know with, with kind of good you know grade A chances mm-hmm. and, and he's conceding goals then it's, it's not going to help his game so I feel I feel like I feel like it is easy I think you can't argue with the stats from what I've seen though I think you know our, our decor are, are you know if you look at if we think about the expectations before the season around 
the perceived calibre of some of those guys, particularly Erhart. I mean, Fitzgerald, we know well. Stan is, um, and we, you know, Goodwald is. You know, I'm a big fan of his. Um, I, I just feel like we we have been guilty of being soft and conceding, you know, conceding chances. And again, you look at the battles, you say. Looking at teams, thinking they're they're creating, they're more easily creating better opportunities than we are. It feels like every you know every opportunity is a grind at times for us. So, right, well, we are. Yeah. See if I was to say to you, if you were now, and I've got this in front of me right now. Right, there's 13 import netminders yeah. in the league. Where do you think Joe Rumpel sits? And oh. from one to 13, 11th. Yeah, dead on actually. There you go. You've also checked that. But, <laughs> but basically, Joe Rumpel has a point eight eight nine save percentage. Right, the only one worse than him is Matt Ginn from or Gin or whatever you want to call yeah. him from Manchester. Manchester. But apart from that, like Fullerton, Patrick Colleen, I mean, teams that are under us, uh, well, Shane Owen and Fife's got a decent Capriva. Michael Garnett, Ben Bounce. Tip. See the way that the, it looks there. The top three or four goalkeepers are the top three and four teams, which is about right. It's about right, but, but I think I think there's a thing. Yeah, then you've got to think of it. Then if you if, if we look at the D, then so I mean, we, I think we've. I'm not disagree. I'm not saying that. Yeah, you know, I think Rumpel. See, we know. We know about soft. What do you mean by soft? Soft is what I mean. Is, is that I'll give an example, right? So the Cardiff game, the one nil uh, game, we got beat. The league game at home. Which was one of the best games of hockey I've been yeah, to at, at, at the arena in a long time. It was an excellent game of hockey, um, and, and again, back to that point, you know, we didn't win the game, but that that type of hockey will will get fans in the building. It was an excellent game. So I look at that, and you're right about the personal battle. But that night, I look at it and think that was one night where I felt our team gave Rumpel a chance to have a good game. We kept them on the outside. We made them. We made them work for their chances. Mm. It feels to me like we've got, and, and whether this is the the pairings of the D. We do have D-men that like to jump. We know Erdhart does that. We know Wilson does that. They like to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got guys maybe like you know Fitzy and, and, and Gutvold. Fitzy's a stay-at-home D. Sully's more of a stay-at-home. He does. He does. Yeah, Gutvold well. jumps. Stannis yeah. jumps sometimes as well. And I feel like I do feel like at times that's that's costing us. And then you know I, I feel we're soft. The reason I say we're soft is that I, I don't think we've got enough guys and you look at our stay at home guys they, they don't they're not blessed with, with pace so and a lot of you know, every team pretty much in this league has has at least a line that's got a bit of pace about them and a bit of quality. And uh, you look at Coventry, their top line is is, is they've got an excellent top line. You yeah. know, they're not one of they're down near the bottom of the league down near us and they've got a really good top line and, and they're able to, to carve us open too easily for me. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I mean by soft and I think that comes down to doing the basics of, of defending Rather than sometimes being, you know, trying to over contribute in the offensive side of the game, and I feel like the balance—it's a balanced thing in the team. Um, however, you know, the past couple of games, like the Belfast game there at the weekend, I think you know we we absolutely you know defended for our lives there and stuck together. But I think the difference there was we weren't generating a lot of offense, so oh, we're camped oh. in, and the guys really stood up. So I, I don't doubt they can do it, but I think it's the balance of. You know, make you know when do the D guys jump, and if they do jump, what happens if we lose the then, puck? Is it a defensive issue or is that a coaching issue? I I, I feel like if we look at the def- if we look at the D men right, and we assess them. So if I look at it, Erdhart to me was was our marquee D signing. I think he's outstanding. Yeah, I, I really like him. I've I've liked him for day dot, but I think he's he's good with the poke check. He's good at the way. He, he almost reminds me not the same caliber, but like Weatherburn. Like and I know someone else has mentioned that, but Big Chris has mentioned that before. He's very. 
I don't know. I think he just he's reading of the game's excellent, and I, and I know you maybe disagree with some things, and I know he did kind of wee niggly daft stuff before, but I think he's a he's a very very good player. I I, I think he great skater. yeah, ah, he's and, and he, probably the best skater we have. He's probably one, of, off, yeah. and I don't know why we don't use him more on the power play, but I think we should use him more on the power play because I think he's like a quarterback. Yeah. He is a bit aye, but I think because he's got a wrist shot like nothing else. He's he's something for the mighty ducks. There's there's no doubt. I mean, he's there's no doubt of his quality on the puck. I think. My, you know, my frustrations, and I have to say, in the past two weeks, my view on him has changed. I think in the last two weeks, he's been arguably our best player. I think you know him and Haywood have been, and Haywood's just been outstanding. I love Haywood; he's been outstanding. But Erdhart has been, as it looks to me, the last couple of weeks, like he's a a man possessed, mm-hmm. wanting to take control of the games. Whereas I didn't see that before, which is what I was expecting. That the reason I bring him up is. You know, as our marquee D signing, you expect him to be a guy that's 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 leading that you know leading those lines and really making a difference defensively in the ice. And to me, you know, until the last two or three weeks, I think he, he was a bit of a disappointment. I feel, I feel he gets he gets he gets over involved in front of net and, and loses concentration. He was overplaying it a lot and getting caught. You know, and and just through just being, his understanding yeah, of the league, it might be, and it might just be sharpness. Like your guys are now getting up to their kind of you know match fitness and stuff. But you know, I think you know back to the issue around you know the, the goalie and the goals we're conceding. You look at that and you say, right, you know, until the last couple of weeks, was he performing to the level we we needed him to be? Given the kind of you know probably he's one of the top earners from the D. For my, for me, he wasn't. You know, I think Gutvold for me is a guy that I think is just Mister Consistent. He's seven eight out of ten every week. Mm-hmm. Stannis has been started well, maybe hasn't yeah, been like so Stannis. good. I think he's alright, I started well. That injury as well, so He did, I. And then you've got Wilson, who'd started poorly and actually has come on to a bit of a game. I still think defensively is soft. He's See, a, he, yeah, I'm not. He doesn't, I, yeah. That's my biggest criticism in, in the defence, and don't get me wrong, I think he's okay. If it wasn't me, like Chiding yeah. for dinner. Gone uh, smacking his head off a guitar. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> For me, he, he, yeah, he jumps in the play and everything else, but I think out and out defensively, he's a decent size, a guy, but I don't think I've seen him throw a check all year. Now, I'm not expecting him to like, be blasting bodies everywhere, but I there's times when uh, <laughs> you just... You expect everyone to do that. <laughs> but you, you, you're expecting like the defence. I mean, I, I think for me, my, my two-week point now, I'm... I'm a big Fitzgerald fan. I'm a big. I think that Gutwald's been excellent. I think yeah, he is great. just a consistent big body who skates superbly for his size. Yeah. I like Gertart. I'm not keen on Sullivan at the moment. I think Sullivan played his best hockey when he was paired with Fitzgerald um, a few seasons ago, but because I think he plays without fear when he's sitting. I, I said before, before and I, I'll kind of touch on it briefly, is Fitzgerald. You guys have said he's slow, and yeah, he is older and he's slower. But you're not getting a guy in like Fitzgerald to be a a whiz kid like flying round. He's there to control and intimidate and to to do what he does best. But for me, my weak points in our defence is Wilson. I think he gets caught out. See if you watch him more closely, he does get caught in the jump, and he's not fast. So see when he does get caught, he can't get back. Yeah, I think the only the only counter argument is that he's. Probably, you know, I think but I Erdhart, he's the I only other guy that can trans. He can transition. He, he's really good. If you look at guys like Stannis and Goodwill, they're, they're not going to Fitzy and Sully. They're, they're not going to transition us out of, out, out of defence into attack. Well, yeah. Whereas Wilson, Stannis set up the overtime uh, winner. And no, he did. He did. But what I mean is, consistently, you watch the games. 
Wilson is often the guy the day, literally yeah. nah. right, Wilson's often the guy that will just have that but Wilson's often the guy that's just got that calmness just to pick a pass to get us uh-huh. going and I think he's I think he's improved I massively think he's I think he's like, a game yeah. for me he's getting better and better uh, faster See, and faster I think he's getting faster but I think so, so here's a question I know this will be contentious for you Colin you have to come on to the Fitzy subject because the interesting thing this season you're right you know I think every clan fan I think most clan fans we, we all are fond of Fitzy you know we remember you know the great the great time we had when he was there before with Frank um, it's interesting how the league's changed he's come in I think you're right there's, there's no doubt having him on the ice gives, us, gives the players a level of protection and, and confidence but if you look at him and He's not had a fight this year. It seems that nobody is keen to fight him. And then defend. You know, no matter what we say and how much we love him, certainly. You know, I think in the past few weeks, again, he's. I think he's. He's. He's really improved and he's had some of his best games. But up until that point, I think he's. He's been found wanting for a number of goals. So yeah. it's an interesting. I mean, it's an interesting review of his performance today. He's, he is a fighter, but he did state at the start of the season he wasn't going to go and look for fights. He was essentially. If people come and want it, he won't back down from it. But no one wants to go near him. Like now, he's offered Lewis, didn't want it. He offered Blair Riley, didn't want him to do it. Um, and the one guy that ran at him, he hit him before he even got his gloves off. But he he does create. I watched him against Coventry because I know we had had these conversations before, and I watched Nikiforuk. Right now, Nikiforuk was looking over his shoulder. Every time he touched the puck, as in, because Fitzgerald was following him about, just like skating and, and chirping and doing whatever. He, so I think he does these kind of things and knocks guys off his gate, off their game. But he is the type of guy that he's not brought in to be in fancy. He's there to be a presence, and you don't bring a guy like Rosehill in to be a goal scorer or doing. You bring no. him in so that people know that if anything kicks off, we've got somebody that will police it and tidy it up. But he's but a I, forward. Yeah, that's fine. That's, but that's a big I think it's easy right, saying yeah. that as well. But see the the guy. I think the forwards play better. Well, Gratton was a forward. Uh, but would you have got rid of Fitzy and kept Gratton? No. Oh, I'm just but, saying what Fitzy's getting found wanting more because he's a D man. Yeah, I think Whereas we're expecting. You're, forward, you're further up the yeah. ice and you don't get. And I think then, it's fair. Your mistakes, your mistakes are not as costly to the team. Correct. But then that comes down to go back to what we were saying earlier on. The goalkeeper maybe been better. If Rumble was pulling off these types of saves, would Fitzy be his, his thingy? He I might not have been. And then mm. if, and we're saying only if, you're saying he's been found one. But he's not. Him, by the way, I, maybe, Listen, we all maybe, love him. We all maybe love expectation him. of people of he's going to come back and do. He's he's a leader. When he's not in the team, we look completely disorganised. I've said it before. He was out the team um, when he was out suspended, and we looked. All over the place. We didn't look you as think? if we had a. Oh, I thought we didn't look structured. We didn't win a game when he was suspended. I, I have to say, I, I think he'd done the same with Sheffield last year. When, she, when he was at the game in Sheffield, Sheffield didn't win a single game. So what I'd say here is, first thing is, Colin is the biggest Fitzy fanboy on the planet. <laughs> so anything he says, he's never going to say a bad word. The other thing is, as Phil says, we we all absolutely love Fitzy to death. I think, I think objectively looking at it, you've got to say, like, you know, I I don't disagree. He he's never going to be brought in to be our like one of our, you know top D-men he's never an Erdhart right and that's fine I'm okay yeah. with that I think what he you know what certainly you look at what he's given Sheffield and what he gave us before he's always to me was always just did his job did the basics of his job defensively and I think this season that that that, that is definitely he, he can see a difference in his ability to do that I think part of that might be as well that the league has changed and there are more small skillful fast guys in the league 
Um, and I think he's. I, I, I think about leadership. You know, to me, if I look at the last two or three weeks. I think Erdhart has been the biggest leader. I think he's really stepped up. He's dragged that team at times. Like you see, the amount of minutes he's putting in on the ice as well. Um, so I think the Fitzy one, it's 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 interesting because it kind of goes in line with how the league's changing, you know, and whether you need that type of or how much you need that type of role and how much you can afford that with the contribution that they're giving generally to the team. Now, if if I'm to say at the moment what I think, I I I keep him. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I think he's. I do I do see his value, and I, and I have to say. I think as the team's confidence grows and stuff, I think that's going to only help him. But I don't think you can shy away from the fact that that certainly for you know a period of time there he was he was he was definitely struggling. I, I felt he was struggling yeah. a bit, um, which is interesting. So. You, you would say, folks, get fed up us at this. Yeah, he's just walked out. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think like. I, I like him and as I said my, my week or two are probably Sullivan I would have preferred a guy like Swindlehurst um, and if, if only yeah. yeah but I think like Fitzgerald gives you He's something back. that a lot of people don't and I think the, the club's decision to bring him in as a captain I think was a correct thing because one I do think he's a leader and I personally think he'll do the exact same thing that Keith's done uh, sorry Keith so see Adam Keith he, he took over Belfast I think that's Fitzy's next role, but I think he needs to lead as a captain first. And I think what will happen is, Could be. I wouldn't be surprised within the next year, two years, if he steps into that kind of coaching role and maybe Pete Russell steps up. That's just my opinion on it. But I think Fitzgerald, for me, he gives something back to the fans. We've not had it for seasons. He gives. There's more to him than just on the ice. But I think on the ice, the most important thing is he, he has a presence. I just, I, I think. You can't buy that presence, essentially. I think mm. what he's got, you see people kind of second-guessing. You don't see any of the wee niggly, daft things happening because if there is a scuffle, he, he will go straight in head first and he is fearless that way. And I, 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 In my opinion, I think you need that. And I, and, and I would quite happily sacrifice something like that because see if you're going to have it in a forward, like a guy like Grattan or like when we had Salters, Salters was good. He could. That's the kind of modern day enforcer, someone that scores goals or plays hockey as well as fights. Not just a gun anymore. But these guys are going to cost a lot of money, and to get a forward like that is very difficult. Whereas a defender can watch the play; they can see it happening. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm a big fan of him, and as I said, my 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 weak links in my opinion are Wilson and. Sullivan I think Sullivan's been pretty poor for the past couple of seasons actually and I don't think he's improved much I think I think it's about getting the I think it's about getting the chemistry though. and I think to be fair to Russell it's like you know he's had to play about with the lines a bit and uh, maybe, maybe more than some fans think he should be doing um, you know I think to me the pairings look they look a bit more settled now which I think maybe is not you know it's not a coincidence we've maybe been a bit more solid defensively I do feel we, we do have that ability and we're talking about the goalie again. Is you know, I, was it the you know I know it was it happened in the Sheffield game. I think it was the was it the MK game and the Coventry game. We were we were four 0 up, and then we just do seem to just to switch off. Yeah. And that and that was that was not, those goals were not the amount of times I've seen the the goal, the goal scored against us at, at, at Brayhead this year. The most common goal I've seen scored against us is where the the pucks on, on let's say the right wing is coming down. You, you think right that's a low percentage shot and it gets. The, the the shot is faked and it just gets put to the back post the guy and the guy's there on his own and you're kind of asking the goalie to do something like ridiculous yeah it's I, I, I feel we've had too many of those goals this year and that that's and and, and the point here I guess is maybe we're talking about defence you know and we'll maybe move now on to the Grant situation is 
you know, it's not just the two D-men on the ice. It's not just their job to, to defend those yeah, situations. And, and maybe that's part of the reason, as we've discussed, you know, privately, and what we'll talk about now is why why Russell decided to move Grattan on. So I think I think I think the goal is the easy target because I think it's stats, and I think we have seen as, re- as rebound control isn't great. It maybe doesn't follow the puck at times, but. I think well, I think argue, there's been more problems, but um, but you yeah. You could argue the fact as well that we're saying about the goalkeeper conceding, but at the start of the season we weren't scoring a lot of goals. No, we weren't. So no. hockey's not a game of one each. Oh, sorry, one nil, two one. Uh, they tend to be four five, whatever yeah. it might be aside. So um, essentially, if the lines were scoring and we were losing five four and six five, or sorry, winning five four and six five. No one would bat an eyelid at the goalkeeper. It only no. becomes critiqued when we're losing games and people are like, oh, this is... So you start to pick fault. You look to pick fault as opposed to just think, well, actually, the team's going through a bad patch. Now, me personally, I would rather have a poor start to the season and grow as the season goes on as opposed to get off to a flyer and then yeah. fall down the league. I think that was always going to happen with this team, though, isn't it? Because we're new, but... And you're right, though. I think at the beginning of the season, the, 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 the team's offensive generation was, was poor. And... I think that's why the attention was drawn more to D because you're going right. You know we're conceding three, four, five goals a game, and we know we're not going to score three, four, five goals a game, and that's a, that's another problem that 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 I think has started to be addressed. And we've had you know, which is the interesting. We'll move on to the Grattan thing now, if that's all right. You know, because you know he's he was our top one of our him and Conley are two, top two um, offensive. You know, generated the best offense in the team. Yet we we've let him go, so I guess the I know, I know the fan base is is splitting the decision a bit because you know a lot of people and I, I thought Grattan has got a, I think he's got a lot of quality that he showed at times. Um, so I don't know Phil, what do you think about the the Grattan situation then? So, I'm going to throw you straight in, mate. Yeah, that's it. So go for it. I was very surprised when I heard about her. Hi. Um, I understand why it happened, but um, we've spoke about it. Uh, I think Conley being in the team had a lot to do with it because on the defence side of things he's a bit of a luxury um, so having Grattan especially if they were on the same line it was 4 on 2 for uh, breakaways Conley's so, energy is unbelievable he, he, and he, gives you a, he cannot overcompensate I sometimes say overcompensate for Grattan's but maybe it's because Grattan said he's nose punched on that much he can't end up Breathing through his nose anymore, so he's getting the energy. Well, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt about Grattan's. There's no doubt his about his hockey brain is unbelievable. Yeah, incredible. But I think a couple of things stood out for me. You know, and again, just personally as a fan watching the language. It, yeah, well, just just personally as a fan watching it, and you know, it's like, you know, it's, I know guys like Matt Haywood split opinion. I'm a big Haywood fan. It's because I just think you know, having played lots of team sports and been a fan of team sports, you know. You, they are team sports for a reason, and you do need individual brilliance. Yeah, but you know, points at everybody. And exactly, exactly. But I think when I look at Grattan overall, what stood out more for me than his goals was his body language when he was coming off the ice, his work rate when we didn't have the puck, and, and it just frustrated me as a fan because you could see the knock-on effect that had on the, on the line. The lineup, line line he stood like about three meters away for the rest of the team. I yeah. never ever understood that. No, the thing that stood out for me is see if it was not happening for us for yeah, the night. Grattan was not in the game on in the game. If it wasn't happening for him, rather, it, it it just wasn't in the game. Whereas if I don't know, Tansky is a bad yeah. game. You you reckon you notice he's in the game. He's there. He's just not having a good game. 
if Grattan wasn't scoring goals, his head went down. Really, it wasn't. Yeah. He was always I, I, stretching I really as well, though. Yeah. Like, see, when you watch him, he was always stretching and doing. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was. He, he put the puck in the back of the net, right? He uh, was outstanding at that. But you would expect that, considering he played AHL, <coughs> NHL, KHL. He's played at a really high calibre, but maybe if we go back to the speed of the game now, has it seen him pass? Has he far too? Has he passed it in such I a way? I, I don't think he was. He wasn't he was so low, low either. No, but no, he wasn't maybe so low. Just was, his, I don't think. Yeah. Fitness, like, I, I don't think it was. Uh, to me, I don't think it was. I, I don't have any concerns about his general fitness. I feel like. I feel. I look at Conley, right? I look at Conley, right? And I feel like I do feel at times like when, when things aren't going well. I, I, I'm not sure that you know Conley. You know, sometimes he just doesn't. You know, he's trying hard, but he's, he's maybe not doing the right thing. Where's his heart and his sleeve, and Conley? He does, I. You know, but I think you look at those two. You look at the only thing that I would argue in, in maybe Grant's defences. Is you've got to look at you know like Pitt and Becker you know there's been a lot of talk about them you know if, if they had been contributing what we probably most fans and I'm sure maybe Pete Russell would have expected they'd have been int- contributing earlier in goals it may not have been as much of an issue um, but I I do feel like it's interesting when he talked about Doucette you know the signing and, and he knows him from MK and, and he, he did really well John Doucette he's just arrived in the UK has he just oh. got a tweet about it that's oh, great well that's a nice he's going to be there as long as he's there for the weekend but you know I think the interesting thing about that interview that, that Russell picked up on was he said that you know he mentioned Doucette you know not just in the attacking sense but you know helping out you know defensively and I think it's, it's a couple of things I look at the, you know I'm a big Alex Levitt fan and I know he was one that yeah yeah you know that I love Levitt <laughs> but I feel I, I accepted that with Levitt you, you, you do sacrifice when we didn't have the puck he, he, he wasn't a big contributor but what he contributed on the puck to me outweighed that but I also feel you can afford maybe one of those guys in your team and I think that for and that's on a good team I think if you look at our team this year we maybe aren't clicking as a team yet we've got some issues we're ironing Russell's ironing out and then if you've got too many guys like that, it, a, it's, a, you can't afford them because you're yeah, just not good enough. Does. And B, because you need guys that are going to stick together and grind until you get... Cause I feel like the chemistry is... You know, I, uh, Pete talks about that kind of jumper, like, oomph in our game that sometimes isn't there. Oh. I feel that just come, it does come over time as guys understand each other. But I think at the moment, you know, and maybe the reason that they've, they've, they've made the switch is that they, Russell feels they just need guys that are going to be able to dig in when we need to and Grattan to me just wasn't that mould of player yeah. not, not still a great I mean, player not, he could go somewhere else in this league and do great I mean he yeah. would you know but he, for us right now maybe not the right of, thing I'm saying decent hits in and yeah he had a couple of fights but yeah. you're, you're right I mean his energy for me he didn't come across I mean you've seen him having a go at players when he never got the puck he seemed like quite a selfish player mm-hmm. Conley I think he's a selfish player but not in that way like, you don't see him moaning at people and he, he works his backside off so yeah. you can kind of like you said see if he was working his backside off you can uh-huh. almost overlook that because he, he plays with his heart on his sleeve so he wants to win Doucet is a guy that kind of I mean he's lightning on skates from what I remember when he was even at MK I mean he must have scored two two or three like sh- I think it was short-handed goals against us last year mm-hmm. um, like one wouldn't be hard though wouldn't it but, <laughs> yes, but he's <laughs> My view on it is if you gassed, uh, you've gassed a guy like Gratton who was our, in inverted commas, power forward, we don't have any real size <coughs> as in any forwards. Like So apart from, I mean, our power play consisted of Gratton standing in front of the keeper. Now even he wasn't that tall or big, but to screen they didn't take, for me didn't do it right I would have really liked to have a guy like see Armstrong that, that Sheffield have just signed 
I would have not. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy we've got Doucet, but I think like we should maybe get a guy like Armstrong, that kind of salter style player, like someone that's bigger that can maybe rough it up, not rough it up, but back in a bit more and, and cause a lot more issues. Um, cause fights, basically. Like, no, no, no. I don't. I don't so. mean like cause a fight, but what I mean as in just cause a bit more pop. Because see, if you look at it now, apart from is it Muzzle or Musel Tansky? Scott Pitt the forward lines are actually quite small I mean what is uh, what is Doucette 5'9 yeah, so, I, don't, I don't care if, he, if he's sniping goals mate no, I, and that, that, I was just sitting waiting to say see if he's going to bring more goals I don't care oh no what, that, I don't care what that is and the league the league is totally I know we could have to say it all the time the league is changing the league is changing everybody's in the same boat as far as I'm concerned with that and the big power forward guys are they, what's happened in the NHL with that? Are they even still got them? Are they no, phased much. out? But no, I don't think they're getting much. phased out. I mean, it's just I'm not talking about getting a guy in that's an absolute brute that just stands there. I'm talking about like he doesn't have to fight. I mean, I Armstrong's think, not overly really a fighter. I, 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 I just goals. think mate, I'm all about so, so I think for me, yeah. Armstrong was nearly a point a game last year. He was, year. but I think, I think the difference is I would say those guys are a lot harder to find. I think you want a guy with that kind of size that you know, like like Salters. We all know he was he was an incredible player. Um, they they don't come along that often, and I, I know what you mean. I'm not. I don't disagree that we. You know, could, could you look at maybe changing somebody else for somebody like that? I mean, you look. I mean, you know, to me, Shattuck was a kind of bigger kind of forward who, who could do. You know, he contribute a bit, but I don't know. I think I, I think the do set for me is, is positive. It's got to be positive. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm and not think, denying yeah. it's positive. I just I, I would just my my look when I'm looking at the power plays, and even when you're putting on like a third line. We don't really have any size, or a fourth line is a crash and bash. We don't, with the two young Brits, we don't really have any, like a, not a doughty type thing, but you know that kind of physical size that can kind of break up the play. If we're at a stage in a game where we need somebody to start throwing hats, we've got Goodwill who can go up and play up front. Yeah. I just, I don't. I don't think well, again, I'm, I, the guy needs to be a big body. See, I'm just of the the idea now. If you're good, you're good. You've changed. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Sorry, he's Callum changed. Bart, he changed me. The guy changed me. He was amazing. He was he double was like a five. Just getting excited when I say it. He was amazing. <laughs> now. I was Callum Bart's biggest fan. I thought he'd get turned over too many times, but that's a different story. I can't. I can't remember him losing the cup once. He was that good. He was. Uh, <laughs> I think we have to remember we have to remember you know Phil Collins opinion is if you're not 6 foot 4 and 200 pounds then you're not really a, you shouldn't be playing hockey <laughs> and that's it so Colin, yeah. Collins type of hockey's different yeah. Than, but yeah so Bally. but yeah I think that's interesting I think it's, I think the, the Graham one is interesting I think I don't think I think all of us are probably ha- as in we're not unhappy with the change I would yeah. say you know and, and it's not to say that, yeah. yeah but I think it just say back to the same point Grattan I think maybe was just a Great player, but just maybe not right for the club at the moment. Um, you know, had you know, again, you, you put a guy like him in a team that's a bit more stable and has an identity and all those things, then I think he could, you know, he'll contribute as he's shown. Um, but I think at the moment, you know, I think maybe Pete uh, feels goal, that he needs goals, goals for hats. I'll take goals for hats. Aye, absolutely. So let, let's see. The thing is, we'll see how it pans out, and it, you know, yeah, I'll take calls. <laughs> Colin just wants a fight for Fitzy. Just one fight for Fitzy. Uh, we've yeah. had a whole fight, though. That's no, no, it's not. I know. Well, well I happened. Did yeah. that not happen the year when we had McIver? 
and we didn't really have much. We thought he was going to come in and just absolutely yeah. blast everybody, and he never done it because he was our best defender. Yeah. And then Adam Keith made the mistake of <laughs> checking Sullivan after he'd come back for a concussion, and Nathan McKeever nearly punched his head through the plexiglass. I remember that. Um, it was over at your side, wasn't it? Yeah, but I was so I jumped out of my seat straight away. Like I see, yeah. I could see it's happening. <laughs> it was like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think now we covered that one. So, what were the, what were the league now? Let's move on to just you know the league in general and any. Any standout teams? Any, any, you know, what, what do we think? Please, please, Dundee have got their um, act together. I think Pasha's done an amazing uh, job there. I think, I think uh, please, please for them that they've got this wee run uh, going because they'd uh, I think they'd run off like oh. six or seven games when they lost by the odd goal. They did, um, aye. I think the other thing as well. They, they, half of them go the other way. You've got to credit Pasha though. No, Pasha has so. done. He, he's kind of the. the Probably most underappreciated coach in the league. If you look at the guys with the big budgets and what they've done, he's done that in a shoestring budget with the great respects to Dundee, and they have a really competitive team. They do. So, I mean, see if you gave that guy a bit of money. What do you think he could do? Well, (laughs) I think, I know what you mean. I think think there's the argument. I don't think it's going to be definite, but you know, that kind of way, I think the guy. I mean, he, he was at Hull and he took over when was it yeah. Hull Stingrays get, get rid of there, and then he took on Manchester. And again, Manchester were new in. He built a decent, hard team to break down. They fought a lot, so you like them, yeah. So uh, yeah, <laughs> but he, he has he, he does play. They play good hockey. They've always got that little centre that they've got. Like, was it Lundvald or whatever last year? And he and he, he was right. so quick, and and they seem to transition well as a team. They have the power forward and Marquardt that's actually putting the puck in the net as a big body. So he does play like he's not just just winning games, they're playing good hockey. Right. No, I think he's done a lot. I think, well that's what I was about to say. The most impressive thing for me, Auckland, the reason that I'm pleased they're doing well on the ice is that I think, you know, Pasha and, and the rest of the team at Dundee <laughs> put a lot they put a lot of work in, you know, you can off see ice. last year and, and pre season off ice to get, get excitement and I think they've done a great job there, which is I think it was a lot of criticism levelled at Edinburgh a lot of the time was that that side of it they weren't yeah, doing enough to contribute and I think I think you know kudos to Dundee for that and I think I think I, I, I'm I think pleased. they deserve yeah. everything they're getting because they're yeah. and it's it's good as well for Scottish ice hockey that these guys <laughs> apart from Fife sorry yeah they're your wee, yeah they're your other wee <laughs> team yeah not to kind of but I would never kind of congratulate Fife for doing anything but um, <laughs> but Dundee doing well. And okay, we'll say Fife had done well, but how many, t- how long had Todd Dutien been there before they actually had a good season? Uh, Eight years, yeah, nine years. I think he's a quality coach. coach. He's quality. quality. Yeah, he is. I think he looks. He looks like a depressed Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just looks. Well, like do you know what we got the derby on Saturday? Big game on Saturday. But I have to say, let's move on to Fife. I mean, Fife last year. I, I don't. It doesn't matter. You know whether you're going to have your purple well, glasses on. Purple. You know, he's, he was. They were. They were outstanding last year, um, was, and, and not just results wise, but to watch <laughs> they were. You know, I mean, a fight, if you're a five, aye. Well, if you're a fight, if you're a five fan last year, you're getting your you're getting your money's worth and you're paying because you're watching good hockey and it came with results. And I thought they were they, they recruited brilliantly. Yet this year, some of the players have kind of changed though. Like that yeah. one, Gotti was outstanding for them last year. And this year, he's he has actually fought for them, and he he looks a completely different player. And then, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm I think they have got a decent side, and they, and they kind of make their barn a wee kind of like. It's quite hostile, as we all know. It's a but great, great, great asset to that the yeah. team. Great, it's the they, most intimidating. They, are, um, they tend to kind of go up and down, but as I said, look, the team for me, he's taken a fair bit while to get there, but 
maybe he's got there because of the where the team were and, and they gave him longer and longer but I think it, they have got a good team and, and, and it does pain me to say it sometimes because the year we had their number and beat them in every single game and then they'd done us in the playoff game and then the following year that's what Todd's done they, wasn't it? he seems to they, but again they've won nothing I know, but what I would say about Todd, the reason I, I think that I, I would play this guy, I think that well, I think he's I'd say that he won the conference last yeah, year, but but I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Is is that? Do you really think he's the best? Coach I, I think he's one. Of, I think he's one of the best coaches. And I think that the thing is, what I was going to say about about Pasha as well is that some guys, you know, in every sport, are just those guys that on a budget are going to be great, and and when they go up a level, it, it doesn't work out, and that can happen. So it doesn't. It's not a given that that's going to be the case. Um, so that's maybe maybe that's where Pasha's niche, niche is. Who knows? Maybe not, but. With Todd, I feel like those seasons. You know, I remember the season where you know we we kind of had their number. Um, I remember there's a lot of the five fans were complaining a lot because he changed the way that they played. It was really boring, dull, low percentage hockey. I I remember. So so they played that, and the 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 fan. I remember seeing a lot of stuff on social media. The five fans were complaining about the brand of hockey and stuff. But he was. I think what he did, and I think good coaches do that, is he just realised with the with what he had in the locker room. That was the only way they were going to be competitive and get results, and he was getting results. You know, so I, I feel like I, I feel a lot of respect for Fife for sticking by him because I think they have, and I think they're reaping the rewards. It would have been easy, yeah, but and I think that you know last season they were they were excellent. This year, I think it's interesting because it, it looked like they're going to have another season like last season. The boy Crowder they brought in looks like looks a real asset. It's not a um, you know, I think we we're 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 upset that you know that, that we we lost Helos. You know, I think that that was another factor we haven't discussed in our season where that was quite a big and late loss for us, which which mm. derailed a lot of things. I think, um, but I think Pfeiffer, I think. You know they're they're competitive. They're they're certainly competitive in every game. I just think they've gone through a period there where they the, the the results have just tipped too often, maybe the other way, mm-hmm. which has kind of brought them. If you look at the league now, that's brought them kind of back into that within touching Red distance table. of the pack. You know, you look at our yeah. games in hand. You we, we we wouldn't be that far off. But I think the thing is with Clan is you know it, the difference between us and other teams. You look at Dundee even now. We're one of, must be one of the only teams that hasn't really gone on a hot streak. Yeah, like four, you know, two, 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 two in a row. Two, I yeah, hard, and I think yeah. Coventry have put together a certain a four or five game streak. Milton Keynes, they fell away now. Maybe. Coventry are eleventh in the league. Shows you though we're still hanging about there. We are gone on a streak, so, so that's a good if thing. We could get just a wee three, a wee four, four gamers running there. It puts us right See, back in the mix. I would, right I back in a couple of them. So. You start talking about fifth. Instead of talking about eight, have we had a, a streak? What's the worst streak? The worst streak we've had last season? No, this this season of losing losses. Oh, because there's a point. few teams have had like a few four five games. See, see, so, so what? what I but they had a lot of points to start. Well, with what, what I would say is, I think this is a difference. I look at, I think, well, Dundee have now gone on the streak. They hadn't. I'm, I'm pretty sure MK they might not. They've certainly Manchester had three. Haven't. They've had three Manchester, maybe not. I think the thing with, with Clan is. We haven't gone on that streak, but we haven't gone on that losing streak either. But I think the difference is, is that when I was looking at the table and you just, you look at it and say, so we just you know we just beat we just beat Belfast. If we could win the next three games, we could go on like a four game or even let's say the next four games, right? Go on an actual streak like uh-huh. Dundee have or like another team around us have. That would put us. We'd then be talking about fourth uh-huh. rather than eighth, yeah. and that's the difference. And that's how tight it is at the moment. Where you're. Instead of us going, are we going to get going to get eighth, or we're going to finish ninth or tenth? To being, can we get to fourth? And then you could even start looking at third. So, you know, the hope the hope for me as a clan fan from what I've seen is that 
you know, making this change, I think, is a positive thing. If we could, if we could get something like that going now, mm-hmm. it could, it could, it feels like the season could turn around. You yeah. know, and and let's hope that that happens. But um, but yeah, it's interesting, it's an interesting league with the streaks. Yeah. The, what do you think the reason is that we've not went in a streak? I mean, it's back to consistency, right? Colin said, I think, I think to be fair, you know, as uh, the, I'm just trying to think, is there games when. Well, we've had a couple of ones and then been unlucky. Well, what was the one we were no, talking the about? One, not the, that long ago. The one, the, the, no, the one, the one that we Probably had was where... Double weekend. Aye, and then we went to M- MK and had a nightmare. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then we went... To, so we had MK on TV, we had a nightmare down there. We we then had Sheffield at home where 4-0 up and lost in overtime. 5-4. Yeah, so you look at... The, I looked at those two games. That was a chance yeah, for the streak. Yeah, and we just didn't take it. I think, you know, that, that MK game, it was hard to explain what you were watching. I mean, <laughs> I know that MK had just got rid of their coach. You know, they can get a lift from that. But we just didn't... Again, And I think... If you look at Pete Russell's interviews... He's quite honest to be fair. I think he is honest and I like him. But I think he's what, he's, what he talked about is like, you know, the team starting to find their identity... And I think that's why we've not gone on a streak. Is that that he's he seems to be the kind of coach, and you know, you could when he first said that, I was kind of you know, my opinion is well, is it not your job as a coach to to determine that identity and get them to buy in, you know? But he seems to be the kind of coach that maybe wants to to let that maybe more organically grow and and figure you know collectively figure that out, which you know is it's maybe not doesn't align with my opinion or how well, other people I coach that. but, I, I but the point is is that I, th- I, I agree but the point is is that it's interesting that he's that he said that and I think when you look at if we look at the games that we've all watched you, you just find that there's there's lines that aren't clicking you know there's you know maybe you know our D or go is not working and I think it's you know I think we're still trying to figure that out and what we've managed to do is stay in the mix there by, by okay we've been inconsistent but kind of predictably inconsistent um, and now it's about to me now it's really about okay we're now in the you know in the mid, you know, midway through a season we need to start picking up and you know I, thought, I think we're there because we've got a team that are winners whereas last year when it wasn't happening for us as a team we never no. really had any winners no. this year there's winners in that team there's guys that don't want, mm. used to go in winning games and that's great that's kind of scraped us to where we're at now and a couple of like we say, a couple of results goes their way. We're partying in that league. We're, we could be, aye, and I think. We well, we have, we have. That's the thing. It's, but it's, I, I just think it's inevitable that it, we're going to click and find what I did today. Whatever it is, it's missing. It's making the inconsistencies so consistent. Um, it's just going to happen, and I think we're going to get a wee, a right wee good run. I hope so. But but we've, we've basically, our streak, our winning streak is three, and our losing streak is three. That's yeah. that's the that's, biggest. We're a, we're a fifty percent team. We are. But then they said that before. But I think fifty percent. I think the big problem we have with this season, as I said the, near the start, is when we look at the signings we've made and the caliber, you know, and, and we've seen these. Get, I think we we all know they're capable of more and more consistent well, you know that belief as a fan and I think that's where we maybe have to you know to understand that they, but it is you know as much as the individually we've got these I don't think we carried away no but there's no I know but the thing is the thing is you look at it and you go there's no player individually you're going he doesn't look like he's at the right level for this league you know there's no you're not looking at the squad going there's deficiencies I don't think this year but it, it's just that how long it takes Pete Russell to get 
collectively to get us really clicking, like say identity, consistency, you know, and I think just things like just that, you know, there's, there's nights when you look at it, the, the, the most baffling thing as a fan is where there's nights where you look at that card of 1-0 defeat, you look at the games this weekend where we've just competed, you know, our compete level's been fantastic, yeah. and then other nights where we, it's just not been there, and you just, it's really, and, that, and, and I think it's, if it's, if it's tiredness, and I think you cited tiredness for the MK and the Sheffield results because it was a lot of games in like a two-week window yeah. or something or ten days, um, then you can kind of understand it. And maybe that's why, you know, the Belfast game there, you know, we, we did seem to, we were tired at the beginning. I we just stuck in the game. Well, I mean, that, maybe, that, maybe that's, that's a learning, you know. Maybe that's maybe that's some you've got ways to, you've got to approach games. Not you know? so a bit of credit because our PK has been excellent this year. It has been good, Apart yeah. from against MK, right, but our penalty kill has been excellent this year. Yeah. And the power plays, well, last year's power play, what, were we 1-18 or something like that? 1-20? Oh, it was awful. Um, yeah. So, and those kind of aspects have changed it up a wee bit, which is cool. But, yeah, you've got to give him kind of some sort of credit. He's built a team... If anything that we wanted to see, guys like Fitzgerald coming back, guys like Pitt and Becker coming back, he did literally listen to what the people wanted. Yeah. Really, but okay, I, I I don't think he signed them because we wanted a bit, but he's he's kind of signed the types of players that we needed at this club. It was low risk signings, though. I, I that's what I felt. I think after the season we had. And the season He's kind before. of steadying the ship. Yeah. Well, I think I think that I think the club had to steady the ship, and I think it was a matter of let's let's not go with too many unknowns, which I think is a yeah. good. I think in this league is a great policy because we've all seen how that can pan out, and and what you're looking to do is try and pick up a Gutwald, a Hammond, a Helis, you know, a Blood off, you know, guys like that. You want to pick up a couple of those guys that you, you go, well, we picked these guys that, that haven't played that that turn out great. Uh-huh. But then you know, for every one of them, there's three or four guys that you can pick up that, that just that for they just struggle because you know I think particularly look at you know look at a lot of the European signings. I feel that they, they maybe don't enjoy the way that because the UK league is different, you know, and I think that they maybe struggle a little bit because of the style of hockey is different. Where you know I think that's something that that can happen. Whereas you know it's interesting, but I think for me Russell has there's been times in the season where I've been frustrated and I feel like he, he should be getting more consistently and the density thing. I, I felt like. You know that should have been instilled at the beginning. This is how we're going to play, and and but but you know maybe his policy is he needs to understand the group better and really see what these guys are about to to, to understand what's the right identity for the team. And I can I could accept that as an explanation um, as a fan. I think the thing is now, like you said, I feel like the season is just it's on this 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 edge of this cliff, and we can tip either way, right? You know we could we could it's a tipping point, and we can go. It's either going to go on and be like a, a positive season. And that by positive, it doesn't mean you know winning a title. It means you know maybe maybe finishing fourth, fifth, something like that. Playoffs. Um, getting to the playoffs, maybe in the Challenge Cup. Now we've got a chance, you know. So I think it could be positive. The other risk is you know two brilliant results at last weekend, and then if it's based upon if you look at the form of this season so far, what will probably happen this weekend is we won't have positive results, right? It won't go our way. So I think it's going to be interesting. Do you think it's because we're a year one team? Yeah, all, all these new guys. It could be the yeah. only consistencies the Brits. I think. I mean, they made quite a bold statement. They've gassed one of the highest point scorers we had, which a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you can't get rid of him. You can't do it." But he's brought in a guy that is a known point scorer. That I mean, that in itself from Russell is quite a bold statement to say, "Well, actually, I'm going to get rid of him." Because it's not good for the team, and I like for that. whatever reason, I like which that. you've got to give him credit for. Because oh, see, you see before, <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see when when you when you look at it like that, like if 
if he hadn't so say he gassed Stupka and something else and the team kept going the way they were going he's, he's obviously seen an issue mm-hmm. changed the team for the better of the team now if it, if it works out then magic and I think I mean Doucet scored goals in clubs where he wasn't getting the service if you put him next to guys like Becker and Conley and stuff like that who set up quite a bit right. I think he'll put the puck in the net but I've got a question for you if you were to pick an entire line including a goalkeeper from every other team in the league who would you pick? Wow <laughs> Right so just off, total off bat right Rutherford from, from me I, I, yeah, I, I like know. Rutherford a lot um, and he's one of the best um, one of the best but most skillful players in the league and he's excellent Hope I think so. He's not scored that many points this year. I mean, nah, I don't think he's getting a bit of stack. But I agree. I agree with Rutherford, but I'm Pope. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Based on what I've seen this season, I wouldn't. Um, I like Rutherford a lot. Um, well, it's a big. It's a big call. So, be, it's going to be basically on here. I would. I'm, I'm a big Ben O'Connor fan. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm well, a big, if you throw ben, a Britain right, so if you throw a Britain, I, right. O'Connor for me is it's all day long. I think he's. I think he's excellent. Um, um, I'd say Shields for Belfast. Shields a good player. I, I, I'd go O'Connor. Um, I'd take. I can't pronounce his name, but I'd take Belfast goalie. Hundred percent. I think everyone would. Um, I think he's the best, best goalie. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I do like Bounds. It's. Do, do you know? I, do you know? I maybe go Bounds just because Bounds has been consistent for a long time. So you know, I mean, this, this is guy's first season. Uh, so season, yeah. so maybe well, Bounds. Best is the no, he played yeah. Edinburgh last year. Briefly, aye, but I mean that was a that was a tough situation. But I mean, I think Bounds has played, you know, how many years in this league? I think he's. I think there's never a goalie you look at and go, "Wow, he's better." Like Miles better than Bounds. The caliber Bounds of this Carolina was unbelievable when he signed for Edinburgh. Nobody could believe yeah, it. I know, but uh, I'd, I'd say okay, I'd go Bounds, Ben O'Connor. Um, I agree with Rutherford. Um, Hard to think. You need to give us a bit of I know. See, it's I, a I, I personally would go with Bescarawani. I would have. Probably Mark Lewis because I think he's a good defender. Plus he's slight, he is tougher. And then you would have, I don't know. See the would I put Vandermeer in there? Yeah, probably. I just like Jim Vandermeer. I think he's outstanding for the age of him. And then I'd have probably most of the Belfast team actually. <laughs> um, you'd surprise, have Blair, surprise, you'd have Blair Riley. Ah. I'd probably I would still probably have a guy like Conley or Bond from Belfast as well and then maybe mm, maybe like a Nickaforic or something like that mm. just one of these weekend agitators that kind of skates around if you're going to talk Brits yeah you're right somebody like Ben O'Connor is, is probably up there or even Shields from Belfast for me but do you think Belfast are in the league what we think in Cardiff Belfast no. oh. I know Phil's <laughs> stacked, stacked back the Devils um, I yeah, think, big time I but think yeah, what do you think so what, what, what do you think right now if I say who's going to win who's going to win it just, it's just between give me Cardiff and Belfast mate, I don't want it's between who's going to win it just tell me I think Cardiff I'll go Belfast as well I'm, I, 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 I don't think I think Cardiff's owners will end up shelling it Challenge Cup and that, and they kind of know how to win trophies. It's not that though. Keith's brothers also called a cup winner and getting touted for the NHL. He must be getting some help from somewhere. Um, but I, I think I just think Keith. I think Keith knows the league well. I think he was a leader on the ice. When I, 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 he's a guy that I always admired and the sort of guy that 
Yeah, yeah. I never hate. I always really admired him as a, as a player, mm-hmm. and I thought he was a, a, just a, one of those guys that without he's having, with, without even having a C in his army, he's a natural leader. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks after his teammates. He always did, and I, I just think he was a great, he was a great hockey guy, and I think he's, I think he knows this league really well. I think Belfast have got a good setup. Yeah, I mean Cardiff have got a great setup, and Lord has done amazing. I just feel like it might be that time where the Devils is it just a wee bit stale. You know, a wee, they're, they're they're known now, and I think Belfast are. From what I've seen, are just a. I think they've, like you said, they've, they've kind of really started to grow into the season. They they've got some injuries. Yeah. They hadn't put up many points, so. Yeah, but yeah, so but I, I think, I think it will be close. You know, Belfast. And what, what about? <laughs> let's talk about the, the other two of the big four. Um, you know, Panthers and Steelers. What, what's the, what's the thoughts in their season so far? Some pretty I think interesting stuff. Panthers are a bit like us. It seems to be like. I don't know if it's like a family issue or whatever but it seems to be they are so inconsistent one week and they'll hammer somebody and then they'll get pumped the week after whereas and then Steelers yeah. it's kind of funny because they're smug as anything and they get absolutely horsed I'm the new guy Barasso mm-hmm. the new coach yeah. seen a few of his interviews I think when he builds his own team when he builds his own team I think it'll be better but I think there'll be far yeah. too many changes for him to make uh, straight oh, off he's, the he's, he's never going to from well what's interesting since he's come in they, they've become a bit of a, a Jekyll and Hyde team where they, they, they'll have a really good when they beat Belfast have a good result then they, they get beat by somebody you know. That, so it's that he, he's definitely made an improvement, but they seem similar to us, where they seem to be a little bit, you know, Jekyll and Hyde at times now. But um, you know, we we seem to have we seem to have had their number uh, in games. I know they came back and beat us, but you know, um, you've got to look at them as well. They get rid of literally their entire team when Thompson was there. Thompson yeah. gets sacked, and some of them come back. Yeah, that's it's interesting. But I think that that Barrasso, I think he'll. He, I mean, when he took over the team, and was it Natalie? They were nearly relegated. He, he rescued them from that, and then the following season they were challenging for the league. Yeah. So he's, like he's, he's he's pretty. I mean, he was Good a goaltender, yeah, yeah, and he's he's been the whistle straight off the bat and put in an import netminder. Yeah, um, it's interesting. So what about mean, the Panthers then? What are they? I, mean, I just think I don't. I don't think we've got the right coach. Yeah. I think it's a coaching issue with them because they're good one time and they're bad the next. I mean, yeah. they've got guys like the boy Gupto that they said had had some sort of talked to or whatever because he wasn't a team player kind of Grattan-esque type player if you would call it that quite a selfish yeah, there's a lot, of, a, lot of fans, a lot of fans complain or calling for Lopine to be binned yeah, yeah, yeah. not happy I'm not, I'm not sure I don't know the detail but I just saw I just saw a lot of comments about calls again Lapine's not fought for MD, but he's not. I don't think he's actually tried to call MD out. Well, I think I think, and, and this is it's an interesting one. Just general looking at the league this year, you know, is you know, it's you know the NHL has been happening for a long time. You know, where the the, the enforcers are are on the way out. There's still a lot of fighting that you know, happens in the NHL. There's still does, a lot. Yeah, it does, but what I mean is those those kind of out and out enforcers, and we know a lot of them came here. And you look, you think a couple of years ago, the the, the way the league, the league looked in that sense was very different. Whereas now, I, I remember two or three years ago, you're saying. Everyone's saying the same thing, you know. Fife and Dundee, you just get bullied because you, yeah. you, you know. And now, and now that's not the same. So it's. I wondered if that was the catalyst for the talk of Lopine to say, well, you're not contributing enough outside of that, and and actually we don't need you as much for that because the league is different, and that's an interesting debate, isn't I think it? Is it? Yeah. I think the I, I think the players are getting much more protection to the referees. Yeah. With the enforcers I think the enforcers are there. Yeah, police it. I mean they stop I, all the wee niggly things and daft mm. injuries. Is he a four man system as well, which isn't going to help the enforcers? No, I think I think the cha- I think the challenge you know, the role of an enforcer is the challenge you know, the reason they're there in hockey is that 
you know, the nature of hockey is that the referees it's so fast and everything you get you can't pick up everything and they're there to deal with the stuff that the referees that's you know, that's why that's where they came from, you know, the stuff that referees can't see everything. But yeah. I have to say, you know, I watched the, I remember watching the MK game down in MK the the, the live stream over mm-hmm. at Phil's and and Darnell was mic'd up, which I thought was you know, kudos to the league for doing that yeah. by the way. That was it was yeah, really yeah. interesting. But on the on the calls where where Fitzy got thrown out of the game because of the knee and then he, he, he the guy went for him and he and he and he decked him. You know, it felt like you know he was put out of the game based on reputation. Just he was put out of the game to defuse any sort of situation, uh-huh. rather than based on the actual. Yeah, say, because that happened, he's just sitting down and Connolly got bent for being Connolly. Well, Con- no, Con- yeah, well, Connolly is just like, what was he doing? What well, turns out, apparently, the goalie threw a puck at him. You know, and he didn't actually like hit the goalie or anything. You know, and then a guy jumps off the bench, and it kind of feels like it's a bit. I, I feel that they, yeah, I do, I do think it is harder for the enforcers, but I also think the, the consistency in this league of refereeing is very, very. But there is still an enforcer in the open. NHL. They just play hockey as well. So you've got like Bifflingren or whatever you want to call them that plays for the. Yeah, have guys just size, yeah, but who I think, yeah. big plays good hockey, and he would put you through a barn door just because he can. <laughs> yeah. But that's a kind of different scenario. EHL have still got it as well. I still think there's a part in the in the game for it because. If you're getting hammered or you're getting beat by whatever, it can sometimes g the crowd up. You hear it when a big hit comes in, people all cheer. No, you get a lot of happy clappers that will say, "Oh, we need to remove fighting from hockey, and we need to do this." And these are the same player. These are the same people that follow the players about and give them flowers and chocolates and think they're their best pals because they looked at them once when they skated by. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I, I really believe that these guys are still they, they're important in the game, and I think even from bums on seats. I mean. Yep. Again, I'll go that's, back that's to the Fitzgerald. I, I think I, I I do agree with that. I do. I'm not saying we need a fight all the time, but I sometimes think when all else is down, go and ha- go and give somebody a huge. Yeah, I think I think, but I think I think the thing is so that I think the the, the counter to that is, and I think this is where the, the challenge is, is that that attitude of like, okay, if you're if you're getting beat by somebody to go and try and like you know go and smash somebody to try and generate a fight that's that, that's probably not that's what they're trying to get away from uh-huh. um, I think to me what the, 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 the no but what, see, my point is this though it's not to say I, I believe I think that most of the people that call for it to be taken out of hockey are not hockey people they just they don't understand it mm-hmm. I think as I said the chap the reason that enforcers are people that have never played sport yeah well, the re, but the reason that the reason that enforcers are there in hockey if you look at this <coughs> is because it's because of the you know because of the nature of hockey and the amount of stuff and, and I always say that when I'm watching the games and and if you know whoever's camped in, in one of you know one of the, the kind of offensive zones, you look at it, and I always just watch. Even though the puck's not there, I watch what's happening in front of the goal because most of the stuff has gone on there. And it's you know the referees have got a really difficult job, and the enforcers were there to say. I mean, there was a, you know there's been documentaries about it, talking about you know Crosby's injuries in the NHL. Would he have had as many as if he had a, an enforcer looking after him? Because Gretzky didn't have as many, yeah. and he had enforcers looking after him. And and the, the challenge there is that hockey's a kind of game where people can get away with doing stuff. That isn't always picked up by the referees. So the enforcers are there, but the, the challenge is some of these enforcers are, and you look at Nickerson and guys that they're just a bit daft, and they 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 they, they feel that's all they offer, so they go looking for it too much. And you, you, you look at, I mean, let's be honest, Fitzy and Frank, the season we almost won it. Don't get me wrong, entertainment-wise, it was amazing, but they were looking for it all the time, you know, and and it made us hard to play against. But I can see why they want to to manage that out to the point where you say, right, you know, yeah, if if somebody does something that's a, a bad hit. You have a guy that can go and ask him to answer the bell because that's how it's dealt with in the game, and I like that about hockey. Yeah. They, that, and I think that's great that they fight, and they sit down, and then that's it, it over, and it diffuses it. Stuff. I like that, and I, I like that. But I think that 
you know, I think you look at Fitzy this year, you know, he's behaving more like a, a modern enforcer. He's a smart, and, and it's having that smartness to say, I think it was a penalty he took against, I can't remember who it was, it might have been, was it Coventry or Sheffield, where we'd been given a, a penalty and then he went over and he had a go at one of the, this wee guy and he ended up getting put in the penalty box as well. Yeah. Just stupid, you know what I mean? Things like that need to be cut out. But I, I do think there's still a place. I think that the role of the enforcer is just somebody who's there to do that is now gone. Um, and I think this league... A goon, they're not, they're, yeah. there's no time for goons anymore. They need to be able to play hockey. Yeah. But, but I, I think, think what you need like to, big brothers. What they? you need to balance that, if I'm honest this year, if I'm being honest, you know, would I give Russell pass marks 100%? I think so far, you know, I'm, I'm, I like him. You know, I think he's, I think he's done a good job. I think the other thing though is, if you're not going to have that element to the game, the hockey on the, the product's got to be great. I go back to that card of one 0 defeat. Great game of hockey. Great game to watch. Entertained. No need for any fights in that game because the hockey was so good. If the hockey product's not that good, and you go back to crowd, you're going to struggle because you know if the product's not good enough, you know if you're going to have these wee skillful guys, you should be watching a better game because yeah. it's not. But part of the game is the big hits, you know that. And I thought the card, the, the Cardiff game had it all. It had it all. I thought it was a great game, and that's what we got to strive for. But just to finish up, because I think we're probably about time. Um, I've said for me, Russell pass marks. I think you know. I think yeah. I think he's done all right. Uh, what do you think, guys? Pass marks. What's your kind of just just short kind of view on that? I'm happy. To give him another two months, here we go. No, Phil, <laughs> Phil, as usual, always a sceptic. What about you, Colin? What do you think? I wasn't keen when, it, when I'd first heard that. I was kind of hoping we were going to go for someone with maybe a, a big, not pedigree, but like a... Somebody six foot four, 200 no, no, pounds. No, 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 just like, <laughs> That's a, not like, a, like an American or a Canadian, someone that had the contact, but he's kind of proved me wrong, to be fair. He brought in a team that I was quite excited about at the start of the year, which I haven't been for a couple of seasons, so... I think if he if he if we start getting more consistent, and I think he, the tale will be told next season. If I'm honest, I think if he builds this team this year, which he's got and keeps a core, yeah, like every other yeah, team I, I, have, totally. I, then I think next year. See if we start next year and we start the inconsistencies again, then you're kind of thinking, well, no, it's not right. But I think if we start next year with a core, because the only core we had this year was the Brits, yeah. So in so good we've, we've got eight or nine guys, yeah. a new city, new people, new everything. Them coming in, if they like, say we bring, I don't know, four or five of the guys back, they're coming straight in, slotting straight into the team, back into the same flat that they probably stayed in. You just tweak bits. It's, and um, you get to know your guys. We're, I think, going to, we're going to get the fruits of that next year. I think they've been... You're one team, I'm happy with that. Yeah, okay. I good. think he's been basically kind of... He's steady the ship, hasn't he? Yeah, I think, I think so. he has. He, he, came up, he came under a lot of criticism before he'd even signed Andy, and, and I think people need to remove whatever opinions people have got somebody until some, somebody yeah, does something yeah. no I think so I think, I think you're right I, I think his record at MK wasn't like you weren't looking at going wow this is going to be great but I think there's I, too I, many I, armchair supporters and I think there's a lot of guys that make these comments and everything else and they've either one never been a part of a sporting organisation or two they've never played a game but they're very good at criticising guys that do do it and okay we all get upset and everything else when people lose or whatever else but you can't criticise someone when they hadn't played a game and I think the criticism he took online on social media and whatever else was kind of although I, I know I did say that I wasn't keen when he first started I think that what he's done he should be given a bit of credit for because last year was a mitigated disaster Yeah. and to rebuild on that if we had another season like that it would have been catastrophic no, it, it was hard to get excited about a coach that finished below you especially after the team they yeah. had last year that was the big thing but we're all, we're all seeing that 
Actually, he has a Yeah, the GB stuff he's done well. I think the other thing as well is that he's, you know, he, he's come in and, like you said, bringing a whole new team in. As much as the inconsistency has been frustrating as a fan, mm-hmm. we're still in that mix with a chance of having a decent season. And I think you you got to say that that's probably a success given the fact we've got all these new people, like you said. So, yeah. you know, a lot of other teams in the league have, have had that core to build on yeah. and we don't so you know what what we should what we're and I think to me the test will be really now you know come you know from now onwards certainly come January the team should start to find their identity start to click better and we should start to get a better idea of what what Russell's going to be and what he's going to deliver to the fans but I think yeah I think past Mark so far I think his interviews have been good um, I like him I think he's honest and, and he's personable so um, and you know I just I think I think we're on the right one so Pete we love you clan we love you <laughs> smash Fife in Sheffield this weekend right yep. we'll be there we'll be there on Sunday Ryan's going down to the game on Saturday so I might jump down with him as well so a Fife game um, so yeah good luck boys and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get another one of these out in a couple of weeks <laughs>